God's commandments to me. So it's just new things, you know, new, new, new. Um, and, I, and it's all about journeying forward with God, continuing to grow. And, um, and so um, Wes had been encouraging me to share some of this because this isn't Lest this come out as grandiose, uh, you know, rantings of a crazy man, uh, this has been percolating for a long time. And I'm, I'm going to make myself really vulnerable, and I'll, I'll actually read you segments of my personal journal. Now, you have to understand, anything I read to you from my journal today, I didn't write this for you. <laughs> I wrote it in my 5 a.m. prayer times between me and God. So uh, anything I share out of my journal, it's... I'm only doing it because God told me to and to encourage you and because I, there's something very corporate right now that he's bringing us into. You know, there's, there's personal. Uh, we, we're singing about and, 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 and speaking forth the word of the Lord about the new thing today that God's doing. There, there, is, there, there, there are things to take hold of on a personal level, like restoration of joy, personal healing and listen don't ever let anyone tell you you can't have what god says you can have if it's in the word and you can mind that truth and you find it lay hold of it and take hold of it and stand on that word and and and, and truly there there's so much such such rich inheritance there's personal inheritance for each one of you to grab hold of um you know and yet there are some things that we're only meant to taste corporately and, and what I want to address here today for a few minutes, I'll, I'll really, I, this isn't a, a sermon, it's really more of just some prophetic exhortation. I, but for a few minutes, I just want to exhort you in something that God clearly is speaking to us to take hold of corporately. Some of you, this will seem very familiar because we've been praying it out on Monday nights. And really what, it, 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 it's been building and building and building in Monday night prayer, and um, and it's gotten to be so so specific that Wes actually encouraged me to share some of this. There are things God's saying in Monday evening prayer that are just so specific to this body that it needs to, everyone needs to be in the know. And I'm not telling you how to apply it. There is no pressure, no manipulation here today. Uh, there's lots of grace here, okay? So I'm not telling you how to apply this. But there are things that God is wanting to do in journeying us forward together as a body. Okay, and so here goes. All right, thank you, Lord. Um, so God, things that God's been highlighting for us in our prayer gatherings on Monday evening and uh, things that are really important to communicate and emphasize to the body right now, having to do with our calling and assignment as a people. And um, I've been sort of glued to Psalm 68 recently, and um, there's a lot in there, but I just want to re read a little bit from it. Um, in, in Psalm 68, verses 6 through 10, it says that um, God sets the lonely in families. He leads forth the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. When you went out before your people, O God, when you marched through the wasteland, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens poured down rain before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. You gave abundant showers, O God. You refreshed your weary inheritance. Your people settled in it, and from your bounty, O God, you provided for the poor. That just like so mo motivates me because pretty much everything that God's been sharing with everything I see in the Word, God seems to be constantly pointing to me 
to, to, our, to thriving in our land of inheritance. And, you know, everything that happened under the, in the Old Testament, it was written there for us as examples to learn from. And, you know, here we are in the new, the new we're, 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 we're in the, we're in the, the, the day of grace. Um, our, our inheritance, it's all in, in Christ, in Christ realities. It's that place of Sabbath rest, if you will. It's that rest of God, that Sabbath, that, 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 that rest of God. And, um, uh, a, a, and there's, but there's just so much to it, and there, there are elements of it that are meant to be apprehended together as God's people. And, you know, so it says God sets the lonely in families or the desolate in a homeland, a dwelling, a habitation. Um, and he says, you gave abundant showers or plentiful rain. Abundant, meaning not sparing, giving with a large hand, willingly. This is our God. He gives willingly. He gives abundantly. He gives plentiful rain. And I want to just say, these are days of great outpouring, days of great refreshing. And this is for whosoever will believe and receive. This is for whosoever. What Wes just said, so spot on. This is for whosoever will. And, there, you know, we're not, we're not anymore in the day of, you know, penalties and punishments, but we are in the day of sowing and reaping. And I reap what I sow, good or bad. I reap what I sow. If I, choose to, if I choose to just sit back and detach myself, well, I pay for that because I'm just going to reap what I sow. But if I choose to engage myself and say, wow, God, you're, you're, you're moving, and I want to commit my whole life to this and all my energy to this spirit, soul, and body, wow, you're going to reap a harvest. You're going to reap a harvest because it says in Hebrews, you know, land, that's our heart that drinks in the rain, that drinks in the rain that falls on it abundantly and produces a harvest is blessed, is blessed. But land that produces thorns and thistles is in danger of being burned. And so it really is that stark a contrast in this hour for us, you know. Um, and you see it happening in the natural. You see, you see chasm, division among people. Boom. You know, there, there, there's also a real, there, there's a very real, uh, there's very real polarization of choice at this hour. Of, you know, and it's like God says, I set before you life or death, you know, and, and, and you choose. Um, so he refreshes us. There's a great day of great outpouring and refreshing for whosoever will believe and receive. This is the day of the Lord's power. It says in verse, in verse 9 there, you refreshed your weary inheritance, your heritage. And I, I love looking these words up in Strong's Concordance. Her inheritance there, heritage, means to take possession occupation the day of occupation of territory assigned to the respective tribes i want to say something about tribes for a minute it's not a side note but you know there is a territory assigned to our tribe okay our tribe and i want to say this it's really important to know you know where none of us are meant to live life sort of on the on the margins on our own individually he brings us into families, and he brings families into tribes. And it's really important to know who your people are. And, and, and I, I want to say this, every one of us, let's examine our hearts. Who, who are the people that God's put in my life that he wants me to run with? Very important you know who your tribe is. Okay? Now, you, same God as back in the day. And he had 12 tribes of Israel. 12 tribes. And each is a unique expression of his glory, and we, we, just, we celebrate that. And, 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 you know, it's in, but, and, and same now. It's important to know who you belong with. 
who God would have you to run with. Who are the people he brought into your life? Now, look, there's, there's, if, if, don't get under condemnation. If you, if, you know, I had to leave here for three years. Uh, Christy and I were, 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 well, we go way back here with, the, with the, our history with this work. But, you know, because of my own failings and my own, and, and, and my own you know, be, be because of my own junk, we had to leave for three years. And we left. And that opened, but it opened the door. Look what God's done. Tom and Wes have come in. And look, look what God's done. Look at what this room's full of people today. You know, but I'll tell you this. In my experience, God doesn't change his mind about who your people are. Um, <laughs> and it, uh, because after three years of being away, of restoration and healing and fellowshipping with wonderful people, um, I said to Christy one day last spring, I feel like, I feel like I'm in exile. And the God's telling us to go home. Remember? The day we came back here, he said, God said, come home. So we came home. And we're back home. This has always been home. He, he, <laughs> because this is home, because this is our tribe. This is where we belong. I know where my home is. Okay? Now, don't get under condemnation. Stuff happens in life sometimes, and I, 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 it's, like, it's, like, it's like we were sharing. So you, you can't go back and relive. Okay? So, 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 so don't put yourself under condemnation. There's lots of grace here. But, but know who your people are. Know who the people are that God would have you to run with. You've got to know this. And so there's a territory assigned to our tribe. And... Um, we have a territory, a homeland marked out for us, a place of Sabbath rest in God. And so God's assigned our tribe a dwelling place, and it's generous, and he invites us to explore its boundaries and dimensions. And you know what? In the land assigned to us, we find our assignment. And we're finding in prayer, God is beginning to speak to us about the, our assignment. And um, a few weeks ago, we were praying and here's where the ancient new thing comes in. God began to speak to us about the opening of wells. The opening of wells that have been closed up for many years through the work of the enemy. And I'm, notice, I'm not saying the opening of a well. It's wells, multiple wells. Speaks under the new. Jesus saying, oh, he who, you know, he's speaking of the Holy Spirit. Um, you believe in me as the scripture said, out of your belly shall flow rivers, streams, multiple expressions the glory of God, streams of living water, multiple streams of refreshing and healing. And um, we read in prayer here a few Mondays ago from Genesis 26, verses 18 and 19, and it says this, And Isaac dug again the wells of water which had been dug in the days of, his, of Abraham his father. So he's honoring his lineage, his heritage there. There's a lot to be said about that. For the Philistines had stopped them had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names by which his father had called them. Now Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of living spring water. And paralleling that was Isaiah 12:3. Therefore, with joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, deliverance prosperity, victory, health, 
I was processing this. We prayed into it that literally under our feet are wells. The ground is shifting and shaking. There is great breaking forth in God. And it, it's, it's in this place. Now, now, you know, when we think of we are that collective well. Jesus says where it is, it's residence. It's, it's by his spirit resident in us. Um, and um, the next day, th- that was on October 5th. We prayed that here on a Monday night. And the next morning, I was just processing that. And I'm going to read to you what I wrote in my journal. Uh, this is just recounting it, and, and, and I was processing it. And so I wrote this. This is, this is, this is my writing. We felt greatly challenged as God put us on assignment to dig with the assurance that there is water right beneath our feet, a free-flowing spring that shall flow outward to the streets, throughout the community, surrounding towns, even cities, states, and across our nation, even throughout the earth. And our location shall also be a point of convergence, a gathering place, a well of refreshment, healing, and deliverance for a broad range of people, Youth, young adults, families, elderly, leaders who feel burned out. I felt extremely, I felt God highlighted that. There's leaders out there who are burned out that God's going to bring right through these doors. Leaders who are burned out, the thirsty. Caravans of cars shall come. Musicians and worship leaders shall be raised up. Many shall come and go, a place of converging and releasing coming in to impart and to receive impartation and going forth blessed, healed, and refreshed. There were seven of us present that Monday night, October 5th. Seven of us were present last evening, I wrote, representing each generation. It's funny, there was every generation represented here. Representing each generation, and we were challenged to give our very lives to cultivating, to redigging these wells, to, to, to striking and maintaining the flow of water. What will that look like? Well, coming together to pray, (laughs) coming over to the building through the watches of the night at times to pace the floor and pray in the spirit, day and night, letting our voice be heard, using our voice for this cause. Jude 20, I wrote, but you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith, make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. And then I, 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 I added to that that as you are faithful to dig the wells in my spirit, in the spirit, to mine the depths, you shall know my divine presence, the fullness of my love, the benefits of health, wellness, and prosperity, the very blessings of your father Abraham on a deeply personal level like never before. Get ready and get started. Look for every opportunity to place your spiritual shovel in the ground on which I've set your feet. The blessings shall be multiplied speedily, 100-fold, says the Lord. Now, I, I wrote that in my personal time. Again, I didn't re- write that with the idea that I was going to stand here and share it. So I'm making myself very vulnerable. Okay? This, wasn't, this was something I never thought would be, re- would be read out loud. But yet God has said, I, I want it released. So I, I just release it today. Um, I also want to, going back to Psalm 68 for a few moments, Just a few more things here, honestly. But our voice, our declaration, there's something God is highlighting about our voice, about our declaration. 
and uh, entering into agreement with what God has decreed is very key in all of this. And um, this is how you dig a well, <laughs> uh, you know. And every 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 uh, every uh, in our land of inheritance, you gotta have a well, right? You gotta have a well. You gotta have water. Every house has to have water. Every house has to have a well. And so um, this is how you dig it. Your declaration. And it's not just spouting off the vain imaginings of our mind. It's praying and decreeing what God has already said. It's coming into agreement with what God has spoken. It's coming into alignment with his word. And we see that in, um, in Psalm 68, verses 11 through 12. Verses 11 and 12. The Lord announced the word. If you have an amplified, the Lord announced the word of power. And great was the company of those who proclaimed it. The Lord announced the word of power. And great was the company of those who proclaimed it. Who's the company? That's us. The Lord announced the word of power. And great was the company of those who got hold of it and proclaimed it. Who announced it first? God. God. See, God's drawing on us to let no unwholesome talk come out of our mouths except what's edifying and to not speak the vain imaginings of our mind, but to hear what God says and speak what God says. Talk like our Father. Speak like our Father. Say what God says. Speak what God speaks. See, it was what Scripture says. Be imitators of God. What does that mean? Talk like my daddy. <laughs> talk like him. He says, you know, the, the Lord announced the word of power, and great was the company of those who proclaimed it. This is about decreeing, proclaiming what God has decreed and proclaimed, speaking forth prophetically the good report of the Lord. See, this is where Israel was at a critical moment, a crossroads. God said, time to take the land, go in. Ten men with a bad report turned a whole nation of millions back into the wilderness for 40 years. Two men with a good report who agreed with God got to go in 40 years later with the next generation. It's about agreeing with the good report of the Lord. What good report has God spoken? And it's in his word. And we enter into agreement with that. We speak and decree the good report of the Lord. Folks, the gospel's good news. And if it ever ceases to be good news, we better check our revelation. This is good news. We have good news to come out of our mouths, to decree what God has decreed, to decree life and not death, to decree life with our tongues, life, life over people, life over communities, life over our nation, life, life. We see this again in Psalm 68, if you, in verse 28 and 29. It says, Summon your power, O God. Show us your strength, O God, as you've done before. Because of your temple at Jerusalem, kings will bring you gifts. And it goes on to say, Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing praise to the Lord. To him who rides the ancient skies above, who thunders with mighty voice, who proclaims, and then immediately it says, now weep, now you proclaim the power of God, whose majesty is over Israel, whose power is in the skies. And we proclaim it. You are awesome, O God, in your sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. You see? 
in verse 28 there, show us your strength, O God. Uh, that word strength is an easy one to remember. I looked it up in Strong's. It's, it, it, it's a Hebrew word, Oz, O-Z, Oz. And it means boldness, loud, might, power. And get this, material or physical, personal, social, or political. What does that mean? There is no realm in the earth that God will leave untouched. There's no realm in the earth that God can't move in. There's no realm in the earth in which God will not move if he will find people who will agree with him. See, verse 33, God who thunders with mighty voice. That means to call, to proclaim. And, and then it says for us in the next verse, proclaim the power of God. That literally means if you have an... Uh, other versions of the Bible, ascribe power and strength to God. That word ascribe, to ascribe means to bestow, grant, permit, appoint, and issue. Okay? Ascribe strength unto God. Ascribe strength unto the Lord. Now, what does that mean? Because, uh, you know, the, the, the protest of the mind would say, but wait, we don't control what God does in the earth. We can't control that. This isn't about controlling God, because I know the word ascribe means to literally to permit God's strength to move, to permit, to, 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 to appoint, to issue, to grant. And he says, this, and yet we know God is God, and we don't control him, but this isn't about control. See, it's not about controlling God. It's about standing in the authority that he's given us. And when we proclaim the power of God, entering into agreement with his will, we are exercising what he invited us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're giving him place, giving him access to move in all of his power, in all things, all situations, lives, places of the earth over which we proclaim his greatness and power and glory. Here's the thing, folks. God has all the power to change things, but he chooses to partner with humanity. He looks for a man, a woman, a group of people who will partner with him in agreement. He's chosen not to act independent, independently of his human creation in the earth. Go back to the garden in Genesis 1. He gave humanity dominion over the earth. And so he chooses to limit the working of his power to places where people are agreeing with him in faith instead of working against him in unbelief. That puts us on assignment. That should really motivate us. He part, God wants to partner with us, Jay. God, the God of the universe wants to partner with us. And so as I wrap this up, I just want to read one more thing from my journal. This was, I wrote this this past Thursday night at House of Prayer in Joe's house. This was October 23rd. And um, I just started journaling over... Um, Oh, sorry, this October 22nd, Thursday night. And uh, they had gathered around Tom and Wes and were praying for them. And I, as they, I, God began to speak to me about this church. And, um, and now this, this will sound choppy, but again, I didn't write this with the idea that I was going to be releasing it to the earth. So you'll bear with me. But it's more insight into just the, the purpose for us as a people. Crossing Life Church, much more even than a, quote, local church, a center for kingdom activity, 
a deep well springing up, a free-flowing well of refreshment for the multitudes, a house of healing, refreshment, influence, kingdom advancement, restoration. I got this again, especially for burned-out leaders. I can't get away from that. Punching, a place of punching holes in the heavenlies in prayer over regions of the earth, a place of training, equipping, and sending, a place, I got this highlighting, youth and young adults, and that it's our joy to partner with them for the liberating of that which has been in bondage to decay, a house of deliverance for the nations. Let us dig these wells. Let us draw water from these wells, for surely the nations shall be impacted. They shall even show up here saying, God sent me, God sent me. He said, go to Carmel Mill. They'll come and receive impartation and take back to their home. We get to enjoy the first fruits of it, amen. Yeah, we get to enjoy the first fruits of it. We get to feel it and enjoy it, right? But know that it is to be shared. It is not for us alone. Out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. We collectively are that well in, in which living water resides. Dig, exclamation point. Pick up your shovel, people of God, and dig. Show up on site. Dig, says the Lord. Pray. Come together and pray. Come alone and walk this floor. Seek my face. Walk this property, for surely it is not in vain. This is a season of great outpouring. Do not miss the hour of your visitation, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Pray in the Spirit. Pray continually. Prepare. Lengthen your tent stakes, your cords. Strengthen your tent stakes. Get your vessels ready to draw water. Prepare your house. Prepare the house. Double exclamation point. Prepare the house. Make ready a habitation for the glory of the Lord. gave me more the next morning. I was so blown away. Divine presence, carriers of the divine presence, keepers of the lamp of the Lord. The fire on the altar must not go out. This is a lighthouse, a nightlight, a place of fire in the night, a place of hosting the divine presence, catering extravagantly to his presence, time in his presence, time devoted, set aside to his presence, a dwelling place for God. He's giving us a dwelling place as we make room for this to be his dwelling place. Ephesians, now to him who by the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think. In other words, everything I'm saying here today doesn't even touch what's in God's heart to do. He can, he's, he's wanting to do far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. So be it. His dunamis power, miracle-working, healing virtue, power for performing miracles, dwelling within us. The very Lord of hosts, the God of the angel armies is resident in our midst, people of God. He dwells within us. He awaits a people who will enter into agreement with what he has already spoken, what he has decreed. Let's decree it back to him, his word of power, his word of truth. 
And I, can't, I end today, the Lord keeps highlighting to me Isaiah 55, verses 5 and 6. I'm just going to read these over us, and I'm done. But I especially felt Isaiah 55, 5 is for Tom and Wes. And so, Tom and Wes, I just want to read this over you. Behold, you shall call nations that you know not, and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. And the next verse is for all of us as we stand together with them. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Inquire for and require the Lord, claiming him by necessity and by right. Call upon him while he is near. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah, that was so good. Thank you, Sue, so much. We recorded it. We often forget to record our services. We remembered to record that. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, but I'm going to need to listen to that multiple times to really process all that just was released. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Um, because there was so much depth to the things that he was saying that it takes time to process that. And, you know, in, in times before in the church, we would have altar calls where we would come up and get prayer and respond, and that's good, and I think there's times for that, but I think I've been just sensing that we need a response, but it has to, the altar is our lives, like we are the sacrifice. So the response has to be change in our lives, decisions that we make, now, what is your place? How are you going to start digging the wells here? Such a clear word from the Lord. When it came out on that Monday night, it was like it struck something. You know, it just ripped something open over this community. And what is your role in digging the well? How are you going to partner with God to dig the well here? That's something that each one of us needs to process because each one of us has a specific part. We as a community are doing that. That's what God has called us to. But each person in this family has a very specific role and a purpose and a position that God has called you specifically to play. And so I really, I'm just going to leave us with that this week. We'll have this up on the website so you can listen again. But also just in your time through this week with God, pray, ask God, what is my role? What's my position? What's my part? How am I to dig the wells here as part of this community? And then share it with somebody. I think that's such an important, vital part, um, too, of solidifying something that the Lord says. That God spoke so specifically to Stu. The reason why I wanted him to share it publicly, number one, to give vision, because I believe it's straight from God's heart, but number two, to solidify it in the spirit, that <laughs> something just was solidified, sealed up in the spirit with the declaration that went out. We believe that. And now we're saying, okay, we've been assigned a land, and now we have our assignment. That was so clear what you just said. You've been assigned a land, now you have an assignment. So when we have an assignment, we're going to do it together. We can run. We can, we can go full charge forward, right? So I want to just encourage everybody in that this week. And then when you hear the Lord say something, or if you're not hearing, ask for prayer. Ask for someone to pray with you. You know, that's what we're here for. If you're like, I have no clue what my part's supposed to be. I'm not hearing. We'll pray together. 
Um, but parts of these things, too, striking the land in prayer. We have prayer two times a week, every single week, Monday nights here and Thursday nights at the House of Prayer in Bangor. There are opportunities to dig spiritually here um, already. And then, you know, our Sunday gatherings, of course. So anyway, we're going to just leave you with that through this week. I encourage you. And, and again, for those visiting, it's the same. You can take nuggets from this word and apply it. Who are your, who's your tribe? Who are you running with? Is that who God's placed you with? And, you know, find your tribe Find the land you're assigned to and then find your assignment because this is the hour. That's not just for this local body. This word was for this local body, but God is doing this in the church all over the region. He's positioning people. He's giving strategy. He's giving assignment. Uh, I mean, we're seeing it even just around this area. And it's in the state. It's in the state of Maine and in different states that he's doing this. So this word you can definitely take for yourself and, and apply what is God doing so father we just thank you right now today for what you just released we receive it fully God we receive this word we accept it we accept the assignment we ex <laughs> as we've accepted the assigned land we accept the assignment God and I thank you for great joy and expectancy as we begin to pursue and uh, accomplish the assignment that you've given us in this land God the great joy father I pray that even throughout this week each one in this body and each one here today would would find clarity in their part and in their role and in their uh, peace in this puzzle what their gifts are what their talents are what you've given them to pour out to dig the well God we just thank you for that I pray for insight even this week, that things would begin to click. There'd be clarity, understanding, knowledge, wisdom, revelation of uh, each of our specific calling and role in this hour. Father, we thank you that you're giving it. I just hear the Lord saying, I'm going to speak clearly even this week. Be expectant. Just take the time to listen. He's ready. He's so ready to speak to you what your role is. So I just thank you for that, Lord, this morning. And we wait with ears, big ears, Dumbo ears, ready to hear what you're about to say. We love you so much and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.